On this episode of the Chronicle Communicator, I sat down with several students to understand how the recent outbreaks of COVID-19 has affected their lives and the lives of surrounding community members. COVID-19, an acronym for Coronavirus Disease 2019, has forced many countries to limit international travel and has created widespread public concern. Since December of 2019, where an unknown cluster of pneumonia cases were identified in the Chinese Wuhan province, over 110 countries have reported confirmed carriers of the virus. Medical professionals are still uncertain of the precise reason for this rapid spread of this particular corona strain, and the World Health Organization places a timeline for vaccinations between 12 and 18 months from now. As of March 12, 2020, over 134,000 people have been infected worldwide, and over 4,900 people have died. President Donald Trump has launched a 30-day travel restriction on European countries and allocated $8 billion from Congress to be distributed to the local, state, and national levels to support heavily affected areas. Washington, ground zero for COVID-19 in the United States, has 412 cases with 31 reported deaths, according to the Washington State Department of Health. Governor Jay Inslee announced several emergency updates to help contain the spread of the virus and protect public safety, with restrictions on gatherings of more than 250 people and the closure of all schools in the King, Snohomish, and Pierce County until April 24, 2020. More than 115 public and private schools in the state have limited or closed operations, and the Central Kitsap School District made the decision to temporarily suspend all extracurricular activities until after spring break. I sat down with senior Lily Giesbrook about her reaction to the COVID-19 outbreak and the resulting after-school cancellations. How effective do you believe the CK school district's approach to the containment of the coronavirus is? Um, I believe the CK school district has been pretty effective at like letting students know there's a problem and like letting students like telling them to wash their hands and be careful and what to do if they like have a cough and stay home if they're sick. I feel like they they really promoted like wash your hands for 20 seconds before you eat lunch and they put that like a sign out in the cafeteria. Um, I feel like that was a little ineffective because in reality students want to get through the line and get lunch before like everyone else gets there so students don't often like actually listen to the sign and go um, and wash their hands so I feel like they could have been more effective and maybe like put out hand sanitizer there. Otherwise, I've seen custodians, like, cleaning and sanitizing things. I know teachers are sanitizing stuff in the classroom, and I believe that's pretty effective um, and kind of doing the best we can and maintaining the same order in a day. What are some reactions that you have witnessed um, as a response to the further encroachment of the coronavirus, both in western Washington um, and around the United States? Um... I've noticed, so at first, like, people don't, it's not really hitting home. It's like, okay, like, it doesn't make sense, or we don't really realize how it can actually work into our families, ourselves. Um, I've seen definitely a lot of, like, partisanship, too, with, like, my grandparents, so, like, when uh, Trump, and like, addressed the nation, um, my grandpa was really like, oh, is he still denying that it's even an issue, even though Trump was very much, like, not doing that, and just see a lot of, like, people... Um, taking assumptions from political parties and using this almost to bash on others. I've seen conspiracy theories that the Democrats have created this uh, virus to like take down Trump. I've seen that in the classroom through like a political cartoon and like 
some people around and like in the Instagram world I feel like now that school's actually taken measures like canceling at the school of activities that um now students are actually like wait this could actually affect me and getting a little bit more scared rather than anything else have you personally been affected by any delays or cancellations resulting from the spread of the coronavirus further into Washington yes so our school just now canceled all after school activities and anything outside of school that um, canceled my band uh, concert that I would have had this week and I believe that is like warranted because that would bring in a lot of elderly people and like bring in parents and a bunch of people to watch a concert as sad as that is I believe it's warranted um, also furthermore I've been cancel had to cancel track practice and um my thrive club that me and a friend created that's at the school and honor society and those meetings that got canceled some of it feeling really unwarranted um but yes i have had to kind of cancel my entire schedule outside of school what aspects didn't feel like they were necessary or warranted as you put it um i feel like uh, like i said that the band concert is warranted but um track practice i feel like is it a precaution that the school is taking but feels unwarranted because we've all already been in contact with each other at school and going up onto the track field is almost more space than telling me to take a bus to go home. I feel that um, that canceling all practices would be warranted if you were also canceling school but since they did one instead of the other it feels um, unwarranted. Do you feel that the extracurricular canceling of events and practices after school is just a precursor to the eventual cancellation of school for an extended period of time? I feel like um, canceling school is just going to come down the way. First of all, all the schools around us are. Um, second of all, when you like look at if they're canceling 50 people practicing at track and meeting in clubs, but then you look at our cafeteria. I talked to um, Coach Keel today at school and he said if you're canceling you from going and playing a tennis match, and then he pointed down the hall to where students are sitting lined up uh, on the ground for lunch. Um, and he's like, if you're canceling track, uh, track and tennis practice, but we'll let students sit this close together eating lunch, I don't feel like that connects the dots. So he said he's betting that it's coming down the way that we're going to cancel school. Could you describe for me your initial reaction when you heard about um, the virus in Wuhan, China, compared to when you first heard about the case um, in Washington State and the United States? Um, when we first heard about it in China, um, it was not a joke, but, like, just kind of like, oh, dang. Um, my mom originally was like, if you didn't have Instagram or Snapchat or anything, nobody would have heard about the virus yet. It would take months for information like this to circulate, and she was looking at the role that social media plays and, like, spreading conspiracies, like, we're all gonna die because of the coronavirus. Um, and I remember my friend got sick, like, before it was even at all in Washington State, he got sick, and, like, I was like, guys... So, uh, my friend's at home with the coronavirus, he's gonna die, and kind of joking about it, because, like, it wasn't even a possibility that anybody over here had it, or, like, could be sick or anything, and kind of, like, laughed at it, not, like, trying to make fun of people, but just, like, haha, this could never happen. And then as it came to Washington State, and, like, it changed from being able to be, like, a, oh, that's not our problem, to, like, dude, like, we should be washing our hands, this is actually a problem that we could have, it could affect people directly that we know, and grandparents, and family members and so it became a lot more serious and like an actual like physical problem to us rather than just an idea of a far-off land 
do you feel that social media just in general has accelerated both fears and knowledge of potential problems like the virus or um, any natural disasters or anything on a large scale? Do you feel that social media has played an important role in accelerating the um, knowledge around the world? I feel like social media has played a role in um, all things, both negative and positive. It um, spreads news faster. It also spreads fake news faster. It spreads conspiracies faster as well as facts, like the stuff about facts, not fear. I can see facts that aren't actually facts, like fake news facts that are meant to scare me and like make everyone around us scared. But also, I can see the things that say these are the facts from the CDC, from things around the world that are actually factual. And all of that comes a lot faster. Like, you can hear about hurricanes in Tennessee and in on the East Coast a lot faster than otherwise. But also, you can hear fake news and rumors spread way faster. And things circulate. And you, I know you, like, see fake tweets from people and um, fake claims in, in the pol polit political world. Um, so I think social media plays a role of both devil's advocate and angel's advocate. <laughs> um, what do you feel students and families in the Kitsap County and around the state and around the country um, should be more educated on so they can prevent or at least slow the spread of the coronavirus? Um, I think finding those facts instead of fears. I know personally as soon as like they canceled um, school, like I can feel the fear of, oh, if somebody coughs or sneezes even, I'm going to get sick and I can feel that fear even in myself. Um, but just understanding that, first of all, for us young students, it's, like, less dangerous to us. We do need to be careful about our families, but being scared isn't going to change what happens. Wash your hands. If you aren't comfortable coming to school, if you feel like you have a cough that might be at all the coronavirus or anything that will hurt, harm others, you should be germs. Like, don't spread germs anyways. Um, I think that making sure, like, that you don't freak out and that there is still education that needs to happen. There is still emotional well-being of students and staff all around us that needs to happen. Um, students are still suffering from the normal stresses and anxiety of school and life, and that we shouldn't um, pile on a bunch of fear saying, you're going to die tomorrow if you catch this cough. That's just not necessary. And so understanding to ground your, fate, your knowledge in facts is always an important thing, politically, socially, economically, facts is better. My final interview was with senior Noah Portis, and he spoke about how the spread of COVID-19 has had an effect on his daily life. How effective do you believe the Central Kitsap School District's approach to containing the coronavirus is? Uh, I think it's been relatively effective for the most part. We haven't had to close school yet, and there's no really confirmed cases in Kitsap County. So just by uh, reinforcing just basic hygiene, I think, They've been doing a good job at that, and, um, you know, I think as of now with the stage that it's at here in Kitsap County, I think they've been doing a good job. Uh, what are some reactions that you've witnessed um, as sort of a response to the ever-encroaching coronavirus from King County, Pierce County? Um, obviously, you have Seattle with a lot of cases. Um, so what have you witnessed here at home in the community as people are taking precautions to... Um, in the event that it does come here, um, what have you witnessed? Uh, I think there there's a lot of fear around it that is kind of, in my opinion, it's unnecessary. Like, I was at Walmart uh, the other night, and there's just, like, toilet paper is all gone. Um, 
There's a lot of throat, like cold medicine, just gone. Shelves are really empty. And I think that people are, their reaction to it, uh, they're kind of overreacting to it, I, I would say. Um, yes, it is dangerous in and of itself, but as long as you take um, the basic precautions of it, just like if you were sick or had the flu, uh, everybody will be fine, pretty much. Uh, have you personally been affected by um, any activities that have been delayed or canceled as a result directly of um, the coronavirus and the issue by Governor Jay Inslee? Uh, yeah, so sports for me, uh, soccer this season has been canceled, com- or not completely, but for the most part we're missing almost half of our season just because of uh, cancellation. So it's really tough to kind of go about that, especially with it being my senior year. So um, that's one of the major things that's affected me by, like, cancellations. Um, also with the the assembly, uh, the spring pep assembly, that's been uh, moved back or postponed. So that's been a little bit, like, affected me uh, because I've, I'm part of the lip sync for it. So we've had to kind of reorganize ourselves and get back into, like, a practicing groove. But for the most part, those are the only two real cancellations or uh, postponements that have affected me. All statistics and data points in this episode were based off of findings and research by the World Health Organization, the Washington Department of Health, and the Center for Disease Control as of March 12, 2020. Given that the COVID-19 pandemic is a developing story, the information used in this episode will eventually become outdated. The Chronicle editing team has included links to external sources of credible information in the episode description. The Chronicle communicator is an extension of the Cougar Chronicle, both of which serve the Central Kitsap High School community. In accordance with Washington State Legislator, Chapter 28A600RCW, neither a school official nor the governing board of the school or school district may be held responsible in any civil or criminal action for any expression made or published by school-sponsored media. The communicator and the opinions expressed during the interview process by students, faculty, and representatives of the Central Kitsap School District do not reflect official statements on district issues. Visit www.cougarchronicle.org for more articles written by student journalists or visit anchor.fm slash cougarpodcasts to listen to all available episodes. Make sure to follow at official Cougar Chronicle on Instagram and at Cougs Chronicle underscore on Twitter. Have safe and be fun, Cougs.